Yes, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called TikTok and it's a lot of shit, but I hope you enjoy it because I've kept it like It's 30 minutes long and all about T-side, the people, the places and the Borough Pride. It's proper class. It's proper class. Assemblonga donga. Assemblonga donga. He'll steal your lass. He'll steal. You've seen on my video I've done before. He's had a go on Big Fat Jolie. But he scored goals. He got us some goals, didn't he? At the weekend, a nice little brace there against Queen's Park Rovers. So I'm well happy about that. You know what I mean? We got a point, didn't we? We got a point there and we scored goals. So that's that's good for the Borough. That's really good. I'm dead excited. I'm feeling optimistic. You know what I mean? And it's 21st episode. You know what I mean? 21, 21 today. Ooh. I don't know if that's a song what you sing on, on 21st birthday. It's been a while. I can't really remember that, to be honest. I was, uh, I was a bit smashed and... Uh, I'd been drinking like loads of brown ale and uh, and blastaways. If you don't know what a blastaway is, it was a castaway mixed with a diamond white. And uh, yeah, it was an eventful night. I remember we went to uh, this little Greek uh, Parmesan restaurant in Stockton. It's no longer there. It was up a little back alley called Elise's. Uh, it was shit all. It was horrible, you know what I mean? But uh, I remember uh, I fell asleep with my head in my palm. And I woke up and my mate Sinbob uh, was eating uh, my palm or his palm or and uh, my other mate's palm or, uh, and he was drinking this pint where we'd uh, he didn't notice and we'd put loads of peas in the bottom of it as well. So he was drinking this pint wrecked in there and down in mushy peas as well. Uh, it was you know, it was a fun night. That's the type of thing we used to do when we were younger, you know what I mean? We're a bit mental and stuff like that. But uh, hey, it's a great show, great show for you today. I've got, as my guest in the studio, probably one of my favourite comedians on the circuit and this person is going to be big he's going to be very big he's going to be bigger than Janino and I don't just mean in height um, he's probably about the same height as Janino actually I can't well anyway he's going to be a massive big deal on the comedy circuit so uh, strap your lugs in because this is going to be a belter of a show Whiskey's good proof in water Tells you who's real and who isn't. You might need a full bottle after listening to today's show. Thank you very much there, Pinky Blindy, uh, Tommy Shelby there. Cheers, mate. Right then, so I'm very excited to have on my TED Talks podcast this week, Mr Saturday Night himself, Jack Leno. Jack, how you doing, mate? All right. All right, thanks, Ted. How are you? I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Really, really chuffed to have you on my show. You're, uh, you're one of probably, I don't know, three proper comedians I've had, and all the others have been a bit naff, to be honest. I won't name them. I won't name any names. Uh, but first question for you, mate. What, what have you had for your tea tonight? I've had um, steak and chicken. With uh, some dough balls, uh, I bent my hand on the oven when I did it as well. 
must be paying well. Comedy for you, mate. Fucking oh, snake yeah. and duck balls. <laughs> I, had, uh, I had bird's eye potato waffles, right, two of them, with uh, a Finder's crispy pancake and some beans um, because that's all I had left in the freezer and uh, it was raining, so I didn't want to go to the shops. So you've had a good meal there, mate. Well done. Yeah, I didn't ask what you had for your tea. Why are you no, telling no, me that? It's all right, mate. You, you know, I ask the questions, you'll give the answers. That's how it all works. Right, okay. uh, so, uh, Jack, you're a, you're a comedian. You're from Ull, right? Mm. Uh, I've had, I've Ull. had, a, yeah, Ull. It's how you say it, don't you? Is it Ull? Yeah, we, we can't pronounce the letter H. So it's just, you've just pronounced it. Well, well, oh yeah, yeah, haven't I? Yeah. Never mind. Well, I know. Well, they say never say it. never, don't they? But when you say that, you say it twice. <laughs> That's a good, a good uh, reference there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I've noticed that because I had, uh, I had what, um, what's that comedian called from all? Uh, uh, David Smith. You know the one who looks a bit like a ball bag. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's got. Well, an, like, let a... me just look at me. Pa- yeah, I can. I'm, I'm looking at Dave now. Yeah. He's got like one of them heads that looks like uh, it's permanently disfigured in the wind. Uh, and I've had this conversation with him. He won't mind us talking about this. Uh, you've gigged with David, haven't you, a few times? Yeah, I know, Dave. And yeah, he's he's got a strange head. Well, I think a lot of comedians have a strange head, though, don't they? Like, I think you can't look attractive and normal if you're a comedian. I mean, for the listeners, I, I'm one of the exceptions. I look like a supermodel, but most of us, they, they look ugly, don't they? They do, yeah. I mean, not everyone can quite pull off the earlier Russell Brand look, can they? You know, there's, uh, you know, even he's gone a bit downhill now with that big badger beard. Um, but you're right, yeah, there's a lot of comedians out there who uh, are, quite frankly, munters, aren't they? Yeah, like, I don't know... We wouldn't be able to do any other job if it weren't this, really, where we could make a living. No, no one would be able to like work in a shop with the way some of the people look. It's very true. I mean, you 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 were getting lots of gigs though, so your looks aren't clearly putting people off. I I get absolutely none, uh, and I've been put onto almost a radio show format. So what does that say? I think it says um, like, maybe sort your teeth out, Ted. I think. Try and sort that out a bit. I'll have you know, this is a birth defect where I was, a bit like Freddie Mercury, where I was born with an extra 27 teeth in my mouth compared to a normal bloke. But, uh, you know... Can, yeah, but that gave Freddie an extremely amazing talent. Yeah. What has it given well, you? Well, I can eat an apple through a tennis racket. Can you do that? I think that's better than Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Probably is, yeah. Well, whilst I'm singing Fat Bottom Girls as well, because that's my favourite song. Uh, <laughs> now, I, right, am I right in thinking, uh, Jack, that you played a massive gig in your hometown of all recently? Was it at the Bonus Arena? Uh, no, it wasn't at the Bonus Arena. It was at um, the Hull Truck Theatre. The Hull um, Truck Theatre? Yeah, it was, yeah. Um it was like 400, 400 seater and sold it out. And yeah, it was amazing. Just my, my first like big solo show done myself. So yeah, it was a good night. That's class. That's class, that mate. I bet you were proper buzzing on that stage and you looked up and all them people were holding up banners going, Jack, we love you and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Oh. Just my mum and dad. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it, was, 
it was great. Where did them knickers come from? I was excited when the knickers came down at first, then I recognised them. So, <laughs> oh, imagine that though, really, if your mum threw her knickers at you, I wouldn't be happy, mate. Well, oh. imagine, sorry, Tom Jones used to get knickers thrown at him a lot. Yeah, you yeah. never, if if I was, if, if I ever threw knickers on a stage, you'd never be fully sure that there wasn't a little bit of shit on it, would you? Well, that's true. Yeah, uh, so certainly. It, are you are you saying you don't like them, or are you saying these are for you? Like, there's, it's it's a bit unclear, isn't it, with throwing underpants? Yeah. So, I think I'd like to filter through them and, uh, you know, like when you're sorting your wash pile out and you do, like, the darks, the whites and the colours, I'd probably do, like, a, a little pile of skiddies, uh, yeah. a pile of dribbles and the ones that I think, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a sniff of them because they look quite nice and clean. Uh, and the other ones, you know, I'll have as reserves. Yeah. Could I'll you throw them, them back out as well? No, no, take them all home with me. Take them all home with me. People pay for them on the uh, on the interweb, you know. Smelly niggas. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Really? Yeah, honestly, yeah. If you can get hold of a pair of celebrity pants as well, oh, you're making a killing. Honestly, you really are. What? Yeah, but what's, what's the price level? Like, what if I managed to get Nick Knowles underpants? Would that, Nick would that Knowles, be worth it? Right? Nick Knowles, I'm telling you, right, he's a bit of a... Uh, he, he makes a lot of mams moist, Nick Knowles. If you can get <laughs> hold of Nick Knowles' pants, right, I reckon you're probably looking at at least 250 quid for them on eBay. <sighs> Neil Morrissey. Neil Morrissey. Uh, I reckon he's still got a bit of a following. I'd probably say 100 quid tops. All right. Skid or no skid? Uh, I think... Would a skid put value up or would it put value down? Um, I think it'd put value up in this instance. I think it would put value up if the skid resembled something, you know, like the Shroud of Turin or something like that. So Neil Mo- Neil Morris's would resemble Bob the Builder. A Bob the Builder skiddy in his pants. I reckon that that's probably going to take it into 500 marks, that. Bloody hell. What about uh, from uh, Rainbow? Zippy from Rainbow. Did Zippy wear it? Did Zippy wear it, guess? No, the bloke that was in the suit. Oh, ah, right, okay. And do, do, it's not a suit, is it, that? No, that's, he's a puppet. He's a puppet when he's a bee. Which one? Yeah, which wanna, one's the suit? Are you on old Bungle? Bungle, that's it. Bungle, the only the only bear on TV who walks around naked all day but puts his pyjamas on for bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that's creepy enough, isn't it, with Bungle? <laughs> Oh, I just got a picture of a bungle. How was that? That it looks terrifying. He bungle, had a weird voice Zippy. as well, didn't he? Like he was like it was real hey, posh British. Jeffrey, Jeffrey <laughs> uh, from Rainbow. How much for his? Uh, I think he's dead now, so it might have a bit of a, a value spike on them. If you well, at least uh... we know where to find them. <laughs> you, know you think he was buried <laughs> with all these wabs? Yeah, well, no, he'll have one pair, am I, surely? I don't know. Is that like a, is that a prerequisite that you've got to wear underpants to be buried in? Because I'd probably want to go commando, me. Yeah, but uh, I was going to say it'll chafe on your pants if you got jeans on, but you won't know, will you? Um, yeah, I think, no, if you can't just go, like... With like pants and shirt, you got to, you might like I'd put gloves on and and scarf. You might as well go the all on. You never know. If something happens, you're like, oh, yeah, then you then you can use every bit of the thing to escape and get back up. Yeah, I thought this through. If, if there's some type of zombie virus that takes all of you, but you come back to life in the winter, you're ready, aren't you? 
It's, yeah, it's genius. And Can we patent that? We could do, yeah. Zombie gloves, zombie gloves as well. Stops the flesh deteriorating and keeps your fingers warm. <laughs> Is that the tagline? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll have like a we'll have like a zombie walk on and go zombie gloves <laughs> like that. And then his knob, then his knob falls off. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah, It'd be quite good that I reckon we're under that. I talk about going on Dragons Den all the time on this podcast. That's another good. Well, invention. we've already got we got we got that. We got celebrity, celebrity skids. skids yeah. so celebrity That's another there business. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I know they do them. They do them where you can pay like a bit of money for them to say happy birthday. Don't they? There's a website where yeah, can... I got one off. I got one off Wagner off uh, X Factor before. Oh, did you? How much did yeah. you? Did, like, it's very expensive. I, I, you have to pay like twenty five quid for some of them. Yeah, I think someone paid twenty quid, and he was like, "Hey, hello, Ted. It's me, Wagner of the X Factor. Happy birthday, Ted!" <laughs> and then he like turned around and just swished his ponytail at me, dead sexy. Wow. It was lovely. It was, it was a you, really nice message. Do you do celebrity uh, personal messages for people as well? I do on my website. Actually, I've had uh, I've had one or two people ask for them. Um, there was uh, a, a guy called Frankie. Well, his Mrs. K sent it to him and said, "Can you do Frank your birthday message?" So I took my dog Branco into the woods and recorded it. And as I was recording it, uh, Branco started having a big shit. So I filmed that. <laughs> I just filmed him having a shit. Going, there you go, mate. Happy birthday. That's a birthday shit off Branco. <laughs> And sent him that. Got twenty quid. Another right? business, celebrity dog poo. Celebrity dog poo. Yeah. Hey, do you know what? You could. Do you reckon you could like, if say like Morgan Freeman's dog mm. would that you would be able to get more from Morgan Freeman's dog shit than I don't know Martin Clunes, <laughs> wouldn't you? I remember the first time I picked up that dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was having a deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be good, that. Right, so we've got celebrity dog shit. We've got uh, celebrityskids.com. Uh, we've got zombie gloves. It's a good good invention, these. I'm jotting all these down now. Good. Make that one. That's good. Uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, going, going back to your gig, mate. So there was no knickers to at you, but we've, we've got a plan if there was. Uh how long did you do then? How long was the show? I did about uh, 75 minutes. So it was like an hour and 15. Um, I don't know why I uh, <laughs> clarified that that was an hour and 15. Most people know that. Um, no, most of these listeners won't know that, mate. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> so, yeah, I did that. And, it, yeah, I came back on at the end and uh, sang, did it, did it, did an encore. Um because I didn't expect this, but everyone stood up at the end and there was clapping for about two minutes just while I was standing there and stuff. So I got quite emotional at that point. Um, but you didn't cry, did you? I you didn't cry. Go, I didn't cry. <laughs> I didn't cry because. But then I said, right, I'm going to sing Tom Jones. It's not unusual now, and everyone laughed. But then it got a bit awkward when I actually did sing Tom Jones. It's not unusual, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And they were like, oh, he's actually doing it. And everyone was still standing up clapping. And they were like, oh, no, this is, yeah, this is definitely happening. And then <laughs> I probably killed the vibe by just going, no, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna sing one of my favourite songs now. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, there's a reviewer in watching it going, yeah, fantastic show there by uh, Jack Ledo. You know, a really groundbreaking performance. Ruined it by singing Tom Jones at the end. <laughs> I think. You know, you, you, you should have picked a better song, like Kiss. 
It's always a good one, that. You don't have to be beautiful. I've never found the clip, but apparently there's a clip of him seeing that on TV and he go, he gyrates and goes, kiss, and his pants split. Oh. Which, to me, sounds like the funniest video that ever exists. If anyone can find it, because I've been looking for it, if anyone can find that, that'll make my day. That's class. I can just imagine it. Kiss! Oh, 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 I split my pants. Hey, oh, you can see my undies. And they've got a skinny on. I'm nearly popping out my pecker. Quite good. I'm going to look that up. It might be out there, you know. I watched one on, uh, I think it was Tom Jones at the Proms the other night. It was on uh, on BBC Four or something like that. And he was dancing. Like I, re- I thought he was poorly at one point because I thought he was having a bit of a fit. But that's how he was dancing with his shirt wide open. I thought, is he is he too hot? And he's going into a bit oh, of a seizure. But uh, apparently that's what the ladies loved. Seizure Tom. <laughs> He's he's not lo- he's not lost his looks. He's kind of changed his looks because he's he looks a bit out of it now. I think I think he should. Like, I love yeah. him to bits. He's one of my favourite singers. But come on, Tom. I like, I just want to be mates with him. That's a mate. That that's the truth of it. If I can go on tour with Tom Jones, we, we that'd be do. the dream. I've always wanted to touch his hair. Well, I think it'd be real bouncy. And springy. Well, you think that. Uh, you think that, but uh, it just looks like white smoke coming off his head. Maybe it is. He slept without many women. Maybe it's just the... <laughs> the, the sizzle, the smoke. <laughs> yeah. Watch yeah. oh, You can find your steak on the top of it. <laughs> but he'll have had some flange over the years like Tom Jones. Oh, my well, word. Well, he's still, he, he was with his wife and she, 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 he still carried on sort of stuff, but they kind of had a, as long as she doesn't know about it always, which I think Roger Daltrey had the same thing, but uh, it's kind of, it's not a bad deal, is it? It's a good arrangement. Yeah. Me and, uh, me and Julie, big fat Julie. Um, yeah. We, we, we had an arrangement where basically uh, whenever I wanted to, to have some sex with her, I had to beg Um you know, normally for like 15 minutes, uh, various chocolate bars involved, you know, I'd offer her a double-decker, a boost, a chomp, um, and I'd try and entice her in the bedroom. And she sort of eat them along the way because she, she wouldn't mm. wait. And then she, she'd she lie there while uh, I, I did the business um, uh, whilst eating a curly whirly. She just, uh, she, she's not a very uh, very sexy woman. Um, you know, she always involves chocolate in the, in the deal. Um, Is that like a bar uh, or in? system you've kind of got to, if you don't bring chocolate you don't get to see the chairman yeah if you try the chocolate or pastry products uh you know she, she wouldn't turn down uh she wouldn't turn down a beef slice um either and that's not a euphemism <laughs> so yeah she, she definitely sounds like one she's a lovely lady hungry woman So one of the things I'm trying to do now is because, like, you'll have seen I've been giving out advertising space on uh, my podcast, but some of the uh, the adverts that have been coming in, I'm not sure, right, if they're, like, proper, proper adverts or not. You know, some of them are a bit, uh, 
you know, a bit flaky. So uh, I want to get out into the local area uh, in, in Teesside and, and uh, you know, try and help local businesses and, you know, give them a bit of a, an advertising plug on my podcast as well. So um, I, I just think it's a good way to get me out in the community and sometimes I can get the odd little freebie off them as well, like like food or, or new tyres for me Capri or something like that, you know what I mean? So uh, it's just good. I'm just trying to, you know, share... Oh, got a bet there. It was a proper bad one. Just trying to share my uh, advertising skills as well to increase the profitability of their businesses because uh, that's what I do, you know what I mean? I'm an innovator. So uh, here's one I did for a, a local food business, a local restaurant in Stokesley. In Stokesley, that's right, we're just off College Square, TS9, 5DN. From the team at the mill, we bring you Il Molino. The mill is another one of the businesses, what we do. Uh, the perfect place to dine, relax and get together with your family and friends. Open daily from 9am, 7 breakfast and all that, you know what I mean? And if we dare mention the C-word... Uh, what? Oh, God, I'm reading this off the website. I thought they were going to drop the C-bomb there. And Christmas. Uh, we now have our Christmas 2019 menu to view now. We also deliver Sunday roasts to your house and that, even though we're an Italian restaurant and a Sunday roast has got fucking all to do with being Italian. But we do it anyway, because we're Il Molinos and we're proper class. Eee. That was like my Italian ending bit there. Book a table now for some scran at il-molino.co.uk. You don't have to be Italian to eat here because we're not Italian. No I mean? I once heard a wise man say there were no perfect men. Only perfect intentions. That man was Ted Hankey. El Molino's there. Uh, check it out and that. And some kind words from uh, Morgan Freeman. Uh, right, uh, so back onto the old comedy there, Jack. You've won some awards over the years. I'm being very impressed because I've been following your progress over the years. Oh, thanks, and, Ted. And uh, I know you picked up the uh, the coveted Lester Mercury Award in 2018. That's a big one, isn't it? That's a big one. Yeah, it was a good one, that. Uh, the, the thing with that is because it's, it's a competition with so much history and some of the people that have won it have gone on to be like huge stars so everyone says oh well you kind of that's great isn't it? and it's it's brilliant but I think people get confused and think that just because you, you have won it don't mean that's definitely going to happen you've still got to work hard and stuff and apply your trade and, um, and I think that's one thing in comedy where people you don't I didn't realise certainly before I started doing it how much hard work it actually takes to be funny yeah. like I mean, you struggle, don't I you, Ted? Don't so. right, do I? Yeah, I always struggle, yeah. But I don't struggle to be handsome. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. I don't know, Ted. Again, them teeth. 
Right, okay, moving on. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you've been on a comedy journey, um, uh, I think you, you know, I think one day you're going to be pretty. You're going to be a household name. Uh, I think you'd absolutely smash uh, uh, Britain's Got Talent, um, and I think you're made for that perfectly. I think you know that as well. But is that? Do you see that as last chance saloon? Uh, is that something you're considering? Yes. No, it's something I've always seen as. Um, Something that yeah, it could could work, but also because I'm so new in my career, really. If it didn't go right, it's a massive like hindrance, yeah. really. So I'd rather think if I ever did get some TV work, I'd rather kind of get there on my own back, and then because even though you are getting there through Britain's Got Talent, I think I'd rather get it through other means. But yeah, it, it is it would be a good show to do. Have you thought about doing well, it? Ted? Uh, it's funny you say this. Right, I got a I got a phone call off uh, one of the uh, you know the the scouts, whoever they are, the uh, mm. the talent finders, um, and they said to me, they said, oh, we're looking for comedians again this year. I was like, oh, all right, yeah. Um, and we're wondering if you'd like to apply because we're aware of your stuff and we think you'd be good. And I was thinking to me, you haven't even watched any of our videos here. So I said, right, all right, well, I'll send you a clip of me latest stuff. So I sent him the bit where I'm, I'm, I've, I've pulled out a basic, uh, a, a giant diagram of a man's bum hole. Um, yeah. And I sent him that, and uh, yeah, I've not I've not heard back from him since. So <sighs> yeah, I think they realised it's not family comedy. <laughs> uh, Did you just pull out a picture of Simon Cowell's face? Oh, I might have to I might have to edit this out my podcast because if you do go on there, this could ruin you. Could make the newspapers. Oh, winner of BGT was was caught on a on a world famous podcast uh, slagging off Simon Cowell's face like a bumhole. So, but. Hey, but that'd be great, great press for both. It would actually, so wouldn't it? Yeah, it and I reckon I could draw his face in the style of a bumhole as well. So uh, I might get some uh, some some artistic work out of it as well. Uh, and then he might shit himself, and then we got another celebrity skid. Oh, that'd be probably be up there with one of the most profitables, wasn't it? Cowl's pants. Uh, five grand, I'm saying. You think five, 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 ten grand? Yeah, um, I'd probably pay a little bit more for uh, Amanda and Alicia's though. Uh, just from a personal point of view. <laughs> what do you think would be the most famous one? The one that would uh, be like the golden like chapter, the best celebrity skid the, you the could get? The best celebrity skid. Oh, I think, I think you'd get good dollar for Will Smith, uh, but I can't imagine him ever mm-hmm. doing a skiddy because um, that, that man's cool. I, don't, I, I think that just... Comes out like a Pringles can, yeah, just straight in. Yeah, you'll have, have a really, uh, you know, a, you know, robust diet where he doesn't produce any moisture, but it's never a painful poo. You know, it's just it's out of plop. Don't even need to wipe. There you go. <laughs> Off you go. Back on Men in Black Six. Um, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Do you think people would pay for the Trumps pants? I don't think they were. Well, some people would, don't some like mm. fanatics. But that you would, you'd pay for Melania's probably. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. Uh, right, so Leicester Mercury Award, Class Amused Moose Awards through uh, Hills Yago. We won't talk about uh, uh, you won that award. Very good. Uh, yeah. A uh, couple of other sort of smaller ones, and then uh, Worst Tash in Hull Award. I see at the bottom there as well. <laughs> What what is the problem with my? I've I've not even properly got what, where you got that from. I'm genuinely offended. Not wrong with my dad. 
I seen a picture of you on social medias the other day with um, a little moustache, and I don't mean to sound disrespectful, Jack, but you looked you looked like an ill Tom Selleck. I do, don't I? Ill Tom Selleck. Yeah, you know, Magnum HIV or whatever. I don't Magnum PPPI. Just trying to do an acronym there, like Magnum PI. Uh, <laughs> Mag- Magnum STI. <laughs> but it'd be a good, that'd be a good picture for your next post of that. Get yourself like a Hawaiian shirt and lay across like a red Ferrari, uh, holding a microphone as a gun. Um, PI, performance. Importance. Nah, there's got to be a better name than that. Tom. Yeah, there probably are. The image is good, though, Tom isn't it? Tom Selleck with, a, uh, with dietary problems, just call it that. And then just for our free men and no sustainable diet and a baby. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. And then you can superimpose uh, Ted Danson and Steve Guttenberg either side of you as well, just looking at you with disgust as you're holding, uh, instead of a baby, just holding a kebab. Oh, that sounds like I, my diet is pretty much kebab anyway, so that sounds like a dream. Divulge a lot in chip spice being from Hull. Oh, chip, spi- chip spice is the best thing to come out of Hull since the M62. Like, chip spice is incredible. Have you ever had it? Uh, is it like, is it just like the, the chips you get at Five Guys and uh, Nando's? Nah, see, this is a common misconception. That's red salt. This right. is chip spice, which is red spice. Which you could say it was red salt, but it's definitely not red salt. It's chip spice. Is it just and like I, paprika? I, it's paprika, but it's not paprika because it's chip spice. Right, all right, that answers that then. Yeah, it's like that saying, up. is it? Is it? Is it, what's the apple? Is it Granny Smith or Pink Lady? Oh, two completely different things. That's a really good analogy. I'm quite proud of that. Good, that was good, yeah. <laughs> David Smith, we've gone on about chip spice before, and then uh, we started talking about Parmos for the Middlesbrough. Have you ever had a Parmo? Um, I am a really fussy eater, uh, so I've probably not had a Parmo. I've had uh, the like, big things up there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're like 3,000 uh, calories. Um, basically, you can have a night out, drink loads of beer, and then go and get a Parmo, and then not wake up for a week, because it's just... <laughs> It's just, it's just knacked you since that heavy, but they are beautiful. What's in a parmo? So you know, a parmo, right, is it's like some, some flattened chicken, right, which is like in, in breadcrumbs, and then it's deep fried, and then you put bechamel sauce on it and cheese, and then you have um, it with Is chips. that usually cheddar trees? Uh, it, can, it can be cheddar, it can be uh, dairy, I, I don't know any other cheeses. <laughs> Red, red Leicester. You've gone for cheddar and then a package, what you buy from the shop. I love Dairy Lee cheese. I, I, I didn't eat man? sandwiches. Oh, what, sorry? A Dairy Lee dunker. Do you like a dunker? No, I like the. I like it in a tub and I have it on crackers. Yeah. Oh. Cheese and crackers. Yeah. That's what, I don't like normal cheese, though. Like, I only like Dairy Lee. That's me Mate, I love Dairy Lee, but give me a cheddar. Nah, you're all right, mate. Are you partial to a baby bell? <laughs> I've never had a baby bell, actually. No, I've, I've not had one. I've threw one at a dog. Um, but I've... Is, that still go- <laughs> Is that still going, baby bell? Yeah, I've not you, seen the yeah. adverts in years. No, they don't Because the adverts anymore, used yeah. to be huge. It did used to be like 
bar, 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 baby bell and stuff like that, didn't they? And like they'd have little like, baby bells jumping around on like a hill and shit like that. In the mid noughties, that was our John Lewis Christmas uh-huh. advert. What's the new uh, baby bell advert going to be? Exactly. Listen to the bloody Ted Hankey podcast now. It's called Ted Talks, and it's bloody lovely. Starting this December on the BBC, a gripping soap opera from the writers of The Flying Doctors. Heroes. I'll bang him out, me like. Villains. Yeah, I'll bang her out, I swear down. Drug dealers. Hey, uh, will you sort us out with a taint? Hey, yeah, no way, will I? You still owe us for that eight ball, you daft ass. Love triangles. Yeah, I thought I'd just let them both have a go, you know what I mean? A gangster's daughter in love with a local policeman. Oh, he's gorgeous, and he's on 28 grand a year. Hey, yeah. You are not getting a busy. Truancy at school. Uh, our mum just lets us nick off. That's not bothered at all. A court appearance from a dodgy box salesman. Yeah, I'm just trying to put something back in the community. Why should Sky and Virgin Tivo take all the money? I'm doing it for all the people in the communities. How do the locals deal with a foreigner in town? Well, I'm not happy about that, Billy. All of these burning issues in new BBC soap, Berwick Hills TS3. Right, so this is a football podcast, believe it or not. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really. You would, you would think it was a cheese and dragons den pitch podcast, um, wouldn't you? But uh, so, uh, are you a football fan? And uh, you don't have to lie if you're not. Just say no. No, I am. A, I support England. Yay, England! Very good. Um, so you won't really go and see all. I have, I, I, like, I have been to quite a lot of football matches. I've been to quite a few when Old City were in the league. Are they in the league now? They're not. Are they? That's how much I don't keep up with it. But this, they're in it. They're in it. Yeah, league. not the right league. Um, but uh, they. Yeah, I saw them about five years ago. I used to go to the stadium quite a bit. And uh, the first time I went, I saw them get beat 5 nil by Derby County. Right. So you realised that they're a load of crap and thought, I'm not going to bother. Well, no, I, I went whenever I got a free ticket. Oh, and I used yeah. to... I, I've seen some good... One of the best football matches I went to was a, a couple of years ago. I went to... Remember when David Beckham did a... a like a world tour where he did like seven matches in seven days and in Manchester they did like a legends match yeah. and it, it was like it was incredible some of the best footballers in the world were playing like Ronaldinho um, that's all I can remember 
<laughs> I think David Seaman was in goal as well. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think I might have watched that match. Um, I'm a big fan of them type of games. One day I aspire to play in a celebrity football match because um, I'm a good footballer. Um, I played in one recently for Borough Fan TV versus Newcastle Fan TV. Oh yeah, and um, we were winning, uh, and then we got beat two one, and and our goalkeeper started crying, going in a huff because we oh. got beat. And uh, it was just very childish. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I swore never again to play in amateur-style um, fundraising matches. I will only play if there's somebody of Hollyoaks on there, Emmerdale, uh, or a fallen uh, you know, TV talent star such as Chico. I've got a picture with Chico. Like, I used to go to Butlins and I met all the stars. Yeah. Chico, uh, Barry from EastEnders, um, yeah. Well, Stamick, the cheeky girls, uh, the the band Scooch, uh, well, uh, Linda Lusardi, uh, all of them. You you name the that Sutty, ma'am. That's mad. That I oh, um, you name I it. went to Butlins recently with Julie. Uh, we thought it was one of them, you know, them party weekenders, but it was uh, it was a tots weekend, mm. and uh, we had a similar experience with the Teletubbies, uh, Mister Tumble, and Dave Benson Phillips um, from from getting going back there. <laughs> uh, I I did a. I won't tell this story actually. I did, but I did a panel show with uh, Dave Benson Phillips once. Wow. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> okay, I guess there was some serious gungeon going on, and you can't. Yeah, <laughs> cut that out, probably. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine, that's fine. That's the whole point of this. We get secrets and uh, people choose whether they believe them or not. Um, okay, well, well, so football, that's enough football talk. Screw, screw that. Let's, uh, who, who are your comedy influencers then? Who, who do you look up to and go, ah, oh, they're proper class, them, you know what I mean? I want to be like them. Well, my my main like influences was always people like Lee Evans for like the modern things. So obviously that leads on to Norman Wisdom, Markman Wise, and people like that. My show this year was kind of all about how I wanted to be the next Bruce Forsyth, and it, 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 I, I think he's great, Bruce Forsyth. But it, it was more about how I wanted. I'd, I'd like to achieve what he achieved in terms of such a long career and hosting all these different shows and stuff because I'd love to be like a game show host and members. I think yeah. Michael Barrymore was incredible as well. I know a lot of stuff that went on in his personal life and that, but in terms of if you look back and see some of his shows, he, he was a great entertainer. He's fantastic, Barrymore. Absolutely brilliant. Strike It Lucky was just absolutely class. I used to love it. I used to love it. Um, but I can see I where think he's making from. a comeback. Is he? Yeah, he's doing Dancing on Ice. Oh, good on him. Good on him. I used to like Barrymore. Um, I can see where you're coming from with these uh, these stars because I've seen uh, I've seen you perform a couple of times now, and I can see the influences, and it is it is good because nobody out there is really doing the style you do, and people love it. Everyone can love it from from old ladies to uh, to young lads, and uh, and that's great. Whereas uh, my comedy is pigeonholed at dickheads. Uh, to be honest, uh, and they love it, so that's good. Uh, you know, we have our own markets, but uh, I think you'd be good. You'd be good quiz show host, Joe. I could imagine you doing Tipping Point better than that Ben Shepherd's. 
Oh yeah, I'd, yeah, but I'd just be one. I'm addicted to them two B machines. I'd just want to play it myself. Yeah. What? What was it? I mean, last week I talked about how I'd been offered a uh, Wheel of Fortune. You'll yeah. be good at that. You'll be really good at that. Well, when when do you start on that? I've not accepted it yet because uh, I, I've I'm trying to. I want myself a nice a nice uh, nice looking piece of flange on the show, like when John Leslie had Jenny Powell, and you know Countdown as uh, Little Riley, and they used to have yeah. the Borderman. Um, I want somebody you know like that, and all I'm getting offered at the moment is, is Deborah Meenan, and I'm not mm. happy about that. Why don't um, me and you host Bullseye? I'll host it, and you'll be in the hockey. That'll be good, won't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, stepping up, stepping up to the hockey now. We've got big fat Frank from Wickham. Uh, as you can see there, Frank's got a tattoo of an anchor on his left arm because he is working class. <laughs> okay, there you go, Frank. Over to you. Um, and yeah, that'll be quite good. I've been it? watching, like, when I finish a gig on a Friday or Saturday, usually by the time I get in, the only thing that's on, on TV is Bullseye. And it, it's a great show, but I don't know how on earth Jim Bowen got that job. Like, because he has no charisma or ban. He'll do banter, then someone will say something, and it'll just he'll just go dead, and he'll move on. It's so awkward, but that's what's great about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a lovely lass, aren't you? You're a lovely lass. Tell me, and them your old boobs doesn't matter. Oh my god! You know, <laughs> you know there was a murderer on once. There was a murder on the show. No, not on it. But there was a guy that oh. went on it. Uh, uh, and he was on Bulls. I uh, just yeah, his guy called John Cooper. Yeah. Um, and he went on the show in uh, when well he went on the show in 1989, and then the murder. I don't know when the murder took place, but yeah, how, how mad's that? That's crazy as well. That's right, you've won some rope and bed sheets. You know, maybe then he, uh, and then he took them home and he, he used them for a murder. <laughs> and Bully's special prize, it's a coffin and an alibi. A Bully's special prize, just walking across the bottom of the screen with a shovel. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, class, Bulls. you'll be good at full side, mate. You want to get your... Uh, your uh, your management agency pitching you for these type of things, mate. You'd be class at that. You really would. I'd watch it. I might just do like, like not like a knockoff version of Bullseye. Not call it Bullseye. Just call it get a treble or something like that. <laughs> it's exactly the same concept, but we just don't call it Bullseye. We'd have to have another character instead of a bull. Yeah. You could. You'd be better as Bully, actually, Teddy. I could, couldn't I? I could be like animated. Yeah. Oh, actually, I could, I could just be like superimposed as the real me, just like popping and up at the come... corner. But people might, people might think I'm just doing the sign reading, you know, the deaf people. Or... <laughs> <laughs> but if you walk in, you'll have a huge skiddy on your pants as well, and like just point at it when That'd when someone's gone. You could have a round just called skid mark uh, or something like. That. I don't know what you do in the round, but that would skid be a mark, good link yeah. to it. You go. That's right. This is this is me doing your impressioning. That's right. We're going to play skid mark. Like that, and then uh, it just go up to me, and I'll just show my uh, skiddy underpants like that, and go. All right, I've got it. You get, you get. Who do you get? You get, uh, you get a disgraced TV presenter. You get them to come right. on wearing yeah. only their underpants yeah. with a skid mark on. They bend over, get on all fours, 
and it's Brilliant. the closest to shit wins. That's great, and they use actual real darts as well because they're getting paid well for, for doing this. So they might as well, oh, you yeah. know, it doesn't matter if they get a dart in their ass or in the nutsack. Yeah, genius. I'm trying to think it would be the perfect. You need like a Yuri Geller. Get Yuri Geller doing it. Would he not bend the darts? Well, yeah, no, yeah, he'd probably. He he'd wouldn't, would he? Though, but he'd, he'd, he'd pretend somehow that he did. What about somebody like uh, Russell Grant? Perfect. There'd be a big, big pair of pants then as well, wouldn't it? So it'd give yeah. them a good chance. It'd probably be a big, big skidder. Oh, yeah. But, but see, see if the stars align tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good, that, mate. Yeah. Right, we've got to make that. Right, put that on the list there. Zombie it's a very shit themed podcast. We don't talk a lot about asses and body fluids. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what the listeners like. I think they can relate to it. Uh, so. <laughs> good, I like that. That's very good. Yeah, and uh, your star prize, uh, lifetime supply of chip spice. Uh, yes. would be quite good, that. Yeah, you'll be entering. Um, very good. Uh, so, tell me about Edinburgh this year. Before before I let you go, because uh, you were up there doing your solo show, weren't you, for the first time? How was it? Yes, yeah, so, so it's the first time I'd done. Uh, I've been to Edinburgh for like six years, but this was the first time I was doing like my own show. So it was, it it was exciting. It was nice. I had some amazing shows. I had some shows where I had one where I had seven people in, um, but that actually turned out to be all right because everyone. It was seven people who were on board with it. Um, you'll know doing comedies sometimes you're just in a gig where it's not their cup of tea yeah. so that had been very awkward if it weren't but like it was so luckily I, I think I learned a lot about comedy and how, how it works and stuff and how to perform better you're doing a show tw- same show 25 nights you just you just get better and you also learn new tricks and stuff so yeah it was really really beneficial really good good no I'm glad I'm glad it went well when you said there about um, you know when you get an audience that just doesn't get what you're doing I opened uh, I opened up for my mate Dean Moore's solo show the other week uh, called um, um, Willie Thorne Looks Like Tosh from the Bill um, yeah. and uh, which is a great title it's, it's, it's a great show as well to be fair to him it was one of the first few times he's done it but it was it was really funny really good but he said oh Ted we come, oh, we come and open for me and be my opener and almost MC it a bit for me and stuff like that and uh, I turned up to this this pub in um, in uh, it was up in uh, up, up past Billingham in Stockton on Tees, like a little bit further up. Um, yeah, can't remember where it was now. Um, and it was just literally seven uh, geriatric members of the audience, uh, and I'm talking like they were they were well over sixty. Mm. And uh, when when I got me uh, me me diagram of a, a man's bum all out, uh, one poor old woman, oh, uh, she nearly died uh, with with shock. Uh, but I like that; it's a shock factor. So I just carried on and and, and just got even ruder, um, hoping to make one of them cry. Um, didn't didn't quite work. Shock factor. Yeah. That's. Another one will do. Shock factor. I'll host yeah. it. You'll be yeah. the judge. And they come on and sing. If you don't like it, they get an electric shock. Yeah. That's good. And then if they shit themselves, we can take them off stage, bang them in the next studio. We got them for shit skit bullseye. 
Ah, yeah, and then then we'll take the underpants off them, and then we've got them for uh, celebrityskiddies.com. Perfect. To, that's to that's like the perfect business money. model. We're getting money from three avenues, and it all leads on to each other. <laughs> that's it. We've got a production chain there. We really have. Where it, We've got a concept that uh, is entertaining and another one that is entertaining, um, and then we end up with a product we can merchandise and sell at the end of it. What are we calling it? Ooh, Spanky hanky? Uh, yeah, we could we could call it that. Spanky hanky. Um, Try ramming Gledo. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, Gledo... Um, no, I can't do that. What have you got a shit name for? Why haven't you got one that rhymes? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to change it. We're going to have to call it Jack's Crack. Jack's Crack. <laughs> Jack's. Jack's, Jack's Crack. That's it. Jack's Crack. Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack, there you go. That's been taken, that, hasn't it? Yeah. You could bring that Cracker Jack. It's been brought back. Who? Um, Tam and Mark are bringing it back. And little daft Birmingham yeah. knobheads. We're going to have a bit of a jack now, don't worry, here we go. Oh, God. You'll be better at that. I'm going to complain. But they'll have to modernise it for like modern audiences, won't they? Like, oh, I could crush an avocado. Yeah. Oh, I could rattle a Tamagotchi. No. <laughs> Stuff, stuff like that just makes uh, me relevant, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, oh, I could get thumb strain off my cell phone. You know, that's all people do these days, isn't it? Um, <laughs> good. We've got some great concepts there. Uh, I like them. I think we'll uh, we'll merchandise a couple of them. Uh, before I let you go and bid you farewell, Jack, have you got any fantastic gigs coming up uh, soon? Because I do have listeners all around the country. I even have some in the US, and at one point, my podcast was number one in Kuwait. Mm. So you never know. I am. A, uh, I got a couple. I got a weekend in uh, the borough in. Um, where is it? It's the 14th of December at the town hall, uh, doing uh, one of the comedy club gigs there. So that should it's great night oh, is that for um, you know the 10 feet yeah. tall big mouth comedy yeah, it ones is, yeah. um, is it Pete of Vincent and yeah. I'm on Noise Next Door on I think uh, Mermaid and Mr Timpkins it's proper like old school like variety night really so that'll be great um, and then the night after I'm on it just every year in Newcastle Jason Cook runs a thing called Laughs for Kids and it's a big charity day so there's like two shows in yeah. uh, Newcastle City Hall like 2,000 people and yeah so I'll be coming up for that big charity bash should be good so yeah I'll be I'll be in or around the North East for a bit that's class mate I'll, uh, I'll definitely try and get along to that December the 14th one. so December the 14th there uh, listeners Middlesbrough Town Hall um, we'll, uh, we'll we'll share some links a little bit close at the time where you can get uh, tickets and stuff on my social media page but uh, you've got a Jack Ledo comedy Facebook page haven't you Jack yeah, and Twitter the and- best thing to do follow me on Instagram and Twitter because that's what Instagram is where I post silly videos now and again and Twitter's where I have a rant now and again so they're probably yeah, the best it is the best it is the best. I got one. Uh, I put one on yesterday on uh, Instagram where um, I got a phone call and then a video message of Neil Razor Ruddock um, whilst I was taking a dump as well. So um, I, I, I put that on as a video as well. The uh, Neil nice Razor Ruddock. Yeah, you know Razor Ruddock, the, uh, yeah, the, the, the footballer and, and, and big man. He's one of the people man. that I know 
and I don't have a clue why, I know. And I, I, there's just a certain like element of some celebrities where they're famous, you know them, but you don't know why or what they've done. Yeah. They've been on something before, haven't they? And you're like, oh, that's where I've seen him. Yeah. It's a celebrity fit club or something like that. <laughs> hey, he'd be good for uh, throwing a dart into his arsehole. He'd be a good bully, actually. Is it a good replacement bully? Just no. Razor. Razor just comes on. Oh, fucking hell, here we go. Who's I? You've only got one, shit owl. <laughs> there you go. You get an extra 10 points if you get it right inside of the old balloon knot here. Here you go. <laughs> Be good, that, yeah. Well, it might include him. You might, you might end up eating some of our profit, though. Yeah. Um, so we need Not to if we get him on like a one-off contract. Give him a few beers, 20 quid, he'll probably do it. I think he'd be happy if we paid him in skull lager or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, be up for that. Good, good. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you, Jack. I appreciate you giving up your time to come on me, me show. I'll, uh, and uh, hopefully um, all my listeners will, will, will give you a like and come to your gig as well. Cracking, so, yeah, that'd be yes. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, the Jack Gledo there, uh, Mr. Saturday Night himself, all comedian and all-round lovely chap, and he does have a nice moustache, really, not a little naff one, like I said. So there you go. Download and listen to the Ted Hankey podcast by order of the Peaky Blinders. It's time for my favourite part of the show, Ask Ted. This is where all of my favourite people on social medias have asked me a question and I answered it as honest and as frank as I can. I've not read them until this very moment when I bring them up on the screen and I more or less answer them live. So sometimes the answers are a bit crap, that's why. So, we'll kick it off with top fan Bryce Sad Wilson. Okay, right, Ted, is it illegal to kill an ant? Uh, oh, you hope he means uh, um, an insect dealer, not like your, your mum's sister or something. Uh, what it was, I was in Pally Park and I noticed this ant on a woman's puppy's dog's head. So I stood on it and killed it. The woman screamed at me and people were giving me dirty looks. It was just an ant. Have the laws changed? An ant's become an endangered species. Can you ask David Attenborough for me, mate? Um, yeah, um, I think it might be the fact that you might have stood on the dog's head as well there, mate. Um, but um, but you, I can understand you were trying to protect the dog because it could have been one of them ants that, that bite or would bury, bury into the dog's head and, and lay a nest and then the dog's head would just just grow into like a big ant's head and it would look horrible and that. Uh, so I can understand it, mate. Um, there's no point in asking David because he'll, uh, he'll just tell me to get stuffed. Uh, but... Uh, a bit of a different question to start the show with this week. Uh, I, I, I liked it. I liked it. I did. Uh, good, good effort. Next question. David O'Hara. Uh, grifter or a chopper? 
it's an easy one that David uh, always a grifter you can do more stunts on a grifter than a chopper uh, and for doing bunny ops up curbs choppers choppers are a bit crap at that uh, whereas a grifter has got nice strong thick wheels uh, so grifter all the way for me a chopper is 270s next question Mike Varaclough now Ted so you know when you and Big Fat Julie are settling down with a spag ball on a rainy Thursday do you put bacon in it if not you should it's a taste sensation and that um, I think it's. I think you're a bit of a dirty bugger there Mike bacon in a spag ball um, I might I might drop a little bit of parma ham in oh yeah yeah but not bacon mate you know what I mean I have a bacon on my breakfast or I have a bacon sandwich or I'll have bacon crisps I won't have bacon in my spag ball but Mike I like the look of your face so I'm going to try it and uh, I'll let you know how I get on alright John McIntyre oh god this is a this is an extreme one Ted I shaved my ball bag with a disposable razor this morning now my sack feels like it's sat in a load of nettles really sore can you recommend a good cream to ease the pain or in any chance Big Fat Julie can massage it in for me I, I can't organise Julie to come and do that for you mate but uh, all you'd have to do really mate is flash her a Kit Kat and she'd probably do it anyway um, a good cream um, I mean I'm, I'm always uh, for the old uh, when you have something like that a nappy rash cream a nappy rash cream is always good like Bipathlon or Sudacrem something like that um, but uh, don't ever put any perfumed moisturiser on it or what is now uh, a chafed sack will bubble and go red so yeah keep it keep it light mate bit of Sudacrem bit of, bit of Bipathlon um, and you'll be alright mate um yeah, that, that, that's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Seaman, uh, why do you need a driver's license to buy alcohol when you can't drink and drive? Uh, good question, that. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I think it's probably got something to do with um, just so that they know that it's you that's buying it and you've not borrowed someone else's ID. Now, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I'm baffled by that one. It's a good question, that Tony. Yeah. Um, I suppose that... I mean, sometimes they ask for a passport as well. You're not going on holiday. Crazy. Crazy. Next question, Michael Hall. Greg's vegan sausage roll, is it right or wrong? Um, I think it's probably right if you're a vegan. Um, if, if you're not, then I wouldn't bother with them. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I've not tasted them and I can't comment because I like a nice meaty sausage. Uh, I don't even know what's in a vegan sausage roll. I'm guessing it's either just dust or smoke. Uh, Neil Proctor recently I've been saving farts in my money box and wondered if you have any idea who I could sell them to have you tried eBay Neil we touched on it earlier in the show tonight there's a market on eBay for uh, for salty underwear or you might even be able to you, you, you could even palm them off a celebrity farts like you know put them in little jars a bit like the BFG you know with his dream catching and stuff but you're the fart catcher uh, Neil so oh look I've got uh, I've got uh, Bruce Will this is farty, yeah? Uh, anyone want to buy it? Uh, two grand. You know, there you go. 
there you go, mate. Business proposition for you. I might put that on me my list with Jack and uh, and steal and steal it ideal from you, Neil. So cheers for bringing that to my attention. Richie Austin. All right, matter. Did Lisa Stansfield ever find her baby? And were social services ever involved? Uh, the chances are, because she's from Manchester, social services probably were involved, and she had really short hair as well. Like um, it's because she could only afford probably one haircut a year, like those council mums. Uh, so she got to cut really short. Um, and you know, like you said, mate, she, she lost a baby. She was probably down the park drinking and misplaced it. It happens. Uh, so I don't think she did. I don't think she did. And that's probably why we've never heard from her really since. Yeah, she's probably in jail. Uh, Chris Muller, coleslaw or creamed cabbage with a palm oil? Neither, neither, Chris, you dirty, mucky bastard. What I have with my palm oil is either extra chips or extra garlic sauce. Don't ruin a palm oil by adding vegetables to it. What's the point in that, you know what I mean? You might, you're not going to counteract all them calories because they, they, they wrap all them vegetables in a shitload of mayonnaise, so... You might as well just go straight for the garlic meal or ah, maybe a blob of ketchup as well if you want to mix it up a bit, you know what I mean. Stephen Race, who's the bigger legend, Janino or Ravenelli? Uh, it's a good question, this, uh, and um, it's it's uh, it's Ravenelli because uh, I think Janino is only five foot two, so yeah, uh, Ravenelli is is the bigger legend. Uh, Tony Seaman again. Uh, I said, why is it when people are driving and looking for an address, they turn down the volume on the radio? Um, it's a good question that uh, why is it when people are driving and looking for an address they turn the volume turn the volume down on the radio yeah it's, it's a good I mean I, I do it as well yeah I, I think it's a concentration thing isn't it because the last thing you want to do is hit the kid whilst I've got uh, I've got some Pat O'Banton playing or something like that um, and then they'll say oh man, the police come yeah he was listening to excessive Pat O'Banton too loud and that caused his distraction to hit the kid if I hit the kid driving I want to I want to do it on purpose if that sort of makes sense yeah good question Tony again uh Jordan Hill, I Ted, my cousin Leighton Poole is an Arsenal supporter and keeps posting out shit Middlesbrough are and saying, how are they going to get relegated? What should we do to him? Well, at the minute, he's he's pointing out the truth, isn't he? So um, I think what we do is we monitor the situation and as the borough get better and better, which they will, uh, and if he continues to give us this, uh, this abuse about the Middlesbrough, what we do is um, I think we tie him to an office chair on wheels and we push him down the hill in, into a beck. Somewhere like the Pleasure Gardens uh, in Thornaby off Acklam Road is, is a good place to do that. Gaffer tape him to a chair, push him down it and just, just watch him sort of flap about in the backwater crying a little bit in his daft arsenal top. Yeah, okie doke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alright, who's the best player that's never scored a goal and that's come from Ian Littlefinger? Uh, it's a really good question now. Best butter player that's never scored a goal oh my word uh, Lee, Lee Donkook never scored a goal did he but uh, I don't I don't think he was uh, one of the one of the best players uh, I might have to do a bit of research in that Ian like I say I look at these blind I don't ever preempt me responses uh, and I think uh, I, I, I don't know I really don't know Um 
I'm, I'm gonna well I'm gonna have to say uh, at the minute uh, Darren Randolph uh, yeah he's, he's the best player player that's never scored a goal for us yet okie doke um, there we go but I said Wilson I'll let you have another question here okie doke also if you have time can you tell me why Mr Universe is always won by someone from Earth is it the fix uh, it is yeah it is I'm afraid although Schwarzenegger is uh, is originally from Jupiter so mm, you didn't know that did you you didn't know that Wilf Wilf Smith Ted if you were stranded on a desert island what five things would you take and why and what would you call the island uh, I would uh, I would call it Flange Island obviously uh, and I would take with me uh, one incredibly fit woman uh, I would take uh, one um, you know a woman who was, who was good to talk to and, and keep me nerves settled and um you know, probably do a little bit of uh, helping me tidy up, and if I'm doing a bit of DIY, she'll give me a hand and that. You know what I mean? Someone, someone who's there for moral support. Uh, then I would take with me. Um, I'd probably take, probably take my iPad um, because um, you, you you need a bit of porn up, don't you? Um, then I'd probably take number four. Uh, I'd have to take my airbrush because you can't have uh, you can't have bad air on Flange Island. No, first rule, Flange Island, you need to have good air. Uh, and then the, f- the fifth one is um, I'd, I'd probably take um, a, probably a 24 pack of Stella um, and just knock it in on the first night and uh, you know and then and then just 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 fade away and die you know that's how I roll that's how I roll Liam Woods now then Ted uh, Vic and Bob's big night out did a sketch the man with the stick yeah yeah I know it well if it was man with the teeth all right I know where we're going here do you reckon you would get on the show by the way my eyebrows are better now oh no because I took the piss out his eyebrows last week didn't I Liam sorry mate and now you're having another go back at me teeth you probably could get a, a quite a few topics drew on me teeth like uh, you know the man with the stick he had a lot of things uh, drew on his on his big mask head uh, we could do a lot on my teeth as well and to be honest I'd quite happily go on that show because the two of my favourite comedians and I'd be honoured I'd be honoured so it's a good question that Liam and uh, good eyebrows Duncan Phil my good mate Duncan Phillips always buys me a coffee on coffee.com uh, I said in my football six team accumulator at the weekend I had QPR to beat the borough all my teams won except QPR do I blame QPR for being crap or the borough for being brilliant um, do you know I'd, I'd be gutted about that as well because everyone was expecting the borough to lose that game so uh, maybe by you having that bet they actually won so continue to bet against the borough Duncan and let's see what happens because if we keep winning, it's you. There you go. There you go. I'll keep getting points. It's you. Alex Geds, Geddes, Geds. I don't know your name, mate. Do this all the time. All right, Mara. What was your best Xmas present as a kid? And uh, was there something you always wanted but never got? I wanted a Mr. Frosty but never got one. Probably because they were rubbish and plastic and broke. Uh, well, I got a boggling. I got a boggling. I was dead happy about that. I've still got me boggling. Um, now me got a boggling. Um, what else? Uh, I, I always, uh, I always wanted Castle Grey School. Um, but uh, my dad, my dad made me one out of a, a cardboard box, 
and uh, and called it Castle Black Skull and drew a big black skull on it. It wasn't for Christmas, but it was a substitute uh, after Christmas from a from a discarded uh, Christmas box um, because uh, I don't think they could afford Castle Grey Skull or they left it a bit too late to go and get it for me. And um, you know I'll never forgive them for that. The 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 absolute buggers. Uh, that's a good question, that though. Very um, making me reminisce from the past there. Uh, Halfpenny Comedy Club. Oh wow, we've got a comedy club commenting here. Um, this is Halfpenny Comedy Club in Middlesbrough. Have you ever owned a set of Anthony Waller Thompson kitchen knives? Um, I, I have done. Yeah, I won them in a in a jumble sale at a school fair, to be honest. Um, and I owned them for probably. Uh, six days because as soon as I won them I appreciated that they were good quality and of, 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 a, of a strong value and uh I put them I put them on sale on uh, on eBay and uh, somebody bought them some fat lad came around picked them up um, got them 40 quid 40 quid nice one what did I get them for the jumble sale for free because I won them on a raffle back of the net get in there oh final question Scotty Dinsdale oh I like this one let's have a look at this here we go if you were a Brazilian footballer what cool one name would you have so like there's Janino and Emerson would you be something like Palmo or Smoggy or would it be more erotically exotic well Palmo and Smoggy's not very Brazilian isn't it um, you know I could be like Ted um, I could be uh, Flangiolio. I quite like that one. Flangiolio. Uh, Flanginio. Flanginio. I would be Flanginio. Um, he's gone on to say, I reckon I know your goal celebration, though. You would run to the corner flag, pull your shorts down, and have a nice message written on the old white Grundies. I, I don't think you can get booked for that either. Do you know what I probably would like? I'd have, uh, I'd have something like, uh, the Borough! Just on my undies. Or... Uh, Hey, your mum, or something like that, you know, um, on uh, on old uh, Flanginio's underwear. I like that. I might get Flanginio on the back of my bullet top. Flanginio, 69. That'd be good, that. Yeah, I'm going to do that, do that, do that. Uh, good. Some good questions there, Maris. Um, thank you very much for, uh, for, for sending them in. Right, well, uh, that brings it to the end of the show. I apologise. We've we've gone over uh, our usual time limit. We're normally about uh, between forty-five and uh, and fifty-five minutes, aren't we? And we're over an hour today. Uh, but I hope you've enjoyed the show. Big thank you to uh, me, me guest on the show today, multi-award-winning uh, comedian Jack Ledo. Uh, look him up, like he said on Instagram and and Twitter. He's on Facebook as well. He's got a Facebook page. Yeah, uh, one of the best comedians about at the moment. I highly recommend you do go and see him if he's in the local area December the 14th like you said there um, give him some support um, and uh, you know as always thank you to Butterfan TV and Showcake Comedy for sponsoring this podcast thank you again to everyone who sent in their questions for, for TED Talks as well go to Il Molino's restaurant in Stokesley check it out for the breakfasts and the Sunday carveries and the do nice meals and all that you know what I mean I recommend it go and do it and all that yeah 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 um, and uh Come and see me. 
come and see me, Maris. I'm doing uh, I'm doing another gig uh, for my good mate uh, Dean Moore's Halfpenny Comedy Club um, on Sunday, December the first. It's a small intimate gig, and it's in Mask by the Sea. And uh, I think it's at uh, I think it's at somewhere called the Rose and Potter. I think that's right. Uh, if it isn't, you'll go to the wrong place, won't you? But tickets at a fiver, and you just see Amanda from behind the bar. Um, if you've been to see me before, you probably won't see anything new because uh, I don't have much material, so I might be redoing some of my usual stuff. But you never know. I might write some new stuff and surprise you. I just don't know. You see how much time I've got. I've got, uh, I've got lots on over Christmas, you know what I mean? Uh, so... Thanks again for listening, Maris. Keep sharing and promoting the podcast. You know what I mean? It's doing well. I love you all. Up the butter and believe. <laughs> <laughs>